Hi! Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana and Money. So, this week was actually really fun because for the first time in a very long time, we went to a work event together. Yeah. Well, <gasps> let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's really talk about it. It's very rare that me and you have a work event in the same place. Yeah. Actually, to be perfectly honest, I was your plus one. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it was very nice, actually. It's so rare that I'm at a work event with a friend. Yeah. At my old job, because I was friends with my colleagues more yeah, so. Yeah. But now it's like, ooh, a little bit. Because you're like, you don't really know each other that well. So yeah. suddenly you're like, remind me again, you live in London? Like, you're just like asking each other really basic questions. Yeah. Well, we didn't have to do that. No, which was we, nice. we were able to just tag team. And also, like, when you're networking, at least you know there's someone with you. Yeah, we did a lot of, a lot of networking. Yeah. Well, not a lot. Not a lot. We, I think we, we tried. We spoke to people. We did, yeah. But I think isn't it always nice to know that there's someone there when you like, when you feel like the the I was gonna say the pot has dried out of people you can talk to. <laughs> Ooh, I've never heard that phrase. The pot is dried up. No, it's not. Um, the more like the people that you could can potentially speak to are also speaking to other people. Yeah, so. there was a lot of like waiting for people to be free, which I hate. Actually, I yeah. don't like that. Um, I have a question though. Yeah. Do you think? I was my normal self. What do you forget? Did I have my little work hat on? Was I different? It's my question. I thought um, about that afterwards. I was like, I guess we never even really, we never see each other in work mode. No. I think everyone's work mode is a little bit different. You're and definitely fake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I was put on a bit more work mode because I am. I was at work. No, it was really funny because it was just like, I just feel both of us are, are being like, no, I know, I know. I sociable. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was really nervous. No, I think. I think that. I think. <laughs> I love it. You are fake. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a joke. Yeah, that was hyperbole. Um, Goodness me. Sorry, some of us went to school. Uh, I know. Some of us have vocab. Yeah. <laughs> Year eleven vocab. <laughs> um, I, I didn't. I guess I got the. I, yeah, I did get the feeling you were nervous, but I guess. It also felt like just a little bit of that, like, uh, do you know, I don't know, I feel like at work you do that, you're like, uh, you're a bit more giggly, yeah. But I should... And like, oh yeah, I love the, the hors d'oeuvres were great, like just, <laughs> just chatting shit, like talking about absolute shit. Do I remember? There was a conversation, was like, yeah, you know, having a kid and working so hard, and the other person was like, yeah, I've got a two and a six year old, so difficult, and we were like, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you just nod and smile, like, oh, like, I understand. It must be so difficult, like, it must be I, I, so I, difficult. <laughs> we're thinking in my head, be like, I know what the fuck you're talking about. No, I, I, I can, I can empathise with some of the struggles. But oh, I, I can empathise with I my examples, like, yeah, because you know how sometimes you just, like, you don't want to cook? <laughs> you just want to get a delivery but you've actually already spent 200 pounds this week on delivery so you're thinking i probably should get another delivery do you know and they're just but, looking at you like you're absolutely crazy like, whereas my childcare costs 400 pounds a week you're like yeah yeah i get that because sometimes i spend like 50 quid on my nails and that is like an expense i'm like money you can't keep doing this you know you've gotta 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 take your life more seriously you gotta think about your family i think in those environments especially for me i know that i will feel a bit nervous so i, I feel like i have to like pump myself up to go up to people and speak to them especially people that you don't know i think you so, handled it really well 
But I know I put a bit more of a, I put a bit more energy in it. Oh, it's a different type of energy when I'm speaking to them. But also, when I'm with you and my friends, I don't need to, you know, be polished. Yeah, I just come as my the, natural self. You're the most raggedy, unput together person. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Misspeaking, <laughs> dead out speaking English properly all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden, oh, what's this at work event? You're using your best English. I've never heard you use these words in my life. <laughs> but I think also is the fact that at work they do say like bring your most authentic self to work and I won't be doing that some people if they brought their authentic self to work they won't have a job for long yeah. but I do think I, I'm trying to bridge the gap like bring as much as I possibly can in a workplace environment listen Without, I, I but all jokes aside all, but keeping it professional all jokes aside I think you seem like a very delightful person likewise I, you seemed a lot nicer than <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's, it's really funny because I think if we would been at an event where it had been like more writers than like execs, yeah. you would hear a lot of people telling you how lovely I was, and you'd be really no. surprised. Yes, Do you know what? So many I people think would be like, "She's I just the loveliest person I've ever met." Would have been that cracking up, sweetest person I've ever met. We oh, we spoke for hours. It felt like I was talking to an old friend, and I'd be like. I had such a good time with you and then you'd just be like, oh, what are you guys talking I'm about? Like, I'm worse for I'm like, I've known this one, this one for two decades, basically, and I've never seen the nice... We've known each other for two decades and I genuinely think for the first decade you I wasn't hated quite me. sure about you. <laughs> <laughs> just not quite sure about her. Oh, God. But I, I would say that I think, again, I've been with you at different events. At this particular event, I think you were a little bit different. You brought more of your feminine energy. <laughs> where it's more like in a not, not a club but in a more social setting that is not work related and that there's potential people of the opposite sex I don't but think screen, but yeah, screen. I don't think your fam energy would come that much I think it'd be more like I'm gonna neg you to the, you know so is? I can neg no more I I feel like at work events sometimes I am fangirling yeah and do you know what that is fangirl feminine energy yeah, yeah. Uh, I like there were people there who I'm like a yeah. little bit about but it didn't come off like that no of course yeah. I'm really carrying myself with panache Bro, um, I have a really great poker face you'd never know but not humility though no none of that <laughs> and I never will have that but it's one of, it's one of the things that makes me so charming <laughs> I met someone today who was in a Netflix show quite a big Netflix show Ooh. and I was like are we not going to talk about this I just don't get it no mm-hmm. I do get it because we were there to talk about something else but I'm just like but that's when you say, oh, I love... You're loved... a famous person. Yeah, then you say, I love your work in X show. Oh, no, I'm going to give them a compliment. You're not? Oh, no, I... We're not American. We don't do that. Oh, I... Yeah. I, I was also talking to an agent today who's American and she was saying, like, um, it's so natural for Americans to compliment people. Yeah. And here people are always just like... Yeah, I, I think it's... What do you mean by that? The standoff, cold nature of Britain is the weather... I'm not gonna lie. At work, when people compliment me, I'm like, "What's the, what's the, what's the deal?" Yeah. Like, what do you want? What did you break? Yeah. <laughs> Where's this going? What I don't even what's know the how bad to, news? I don't even know how to respond. Like, do you say thank? I mean, of course you say thank you, but then usually when people compliment you, like if they say, "Oh, I like your jumper," yes, yeah, from Primark. I usually say that. Specifically when you compliment me, I would say. I yeah, know. and I compliment her quite a lot, and I'm like. 
no humility. <laughs> and then also, like, not even return. <laughs> return the favor. I don't know. See, I don't believe in that. You got a compliment from your heart. No, I'm not. It says that in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Try our Bible me. Yeah, the Bible, Bible says, don't give a compliment expecting one back. No, I do. I, I don't do. know what verse it is in the chapter, but I believe that that, is, yeah. that feels Christian it to does. me. It does. I mean, it's definitely the whole, like, you know, love one another as God loves the church. Exactly. <laughs> It's, it's unconditional. unconditional. You're asking for a condition, which is compliment no. me back. No, I, perfectly honest, I don't need a compliment back. You do? No, no, because I know we're right. This oh. is the first time you've actually mentioned it, so I feel like you do need no, it. No, no. You know, going I think... forward, I will compliment you. No, because I know it's not genuine. I, Here I, is a compliment <laughs> for Shoshana. Um, she made plantain. That, oh. That is, a, um, my compliment to you is, that was very, very neighbourly of you. Wow. But then, like good but, but then when I brought the plantain, you were like, where's my peanut butter? Yeah, well, where was the peanut butter? I, Sound not, off I'm, in the comments! But I'm not going to... Peanut butter and plantain! I just... To me, it just doesn't make sense. It's like literally me coming up to you with jollof rice and you asking for ketchup. That's how... No, that's it's how, not. Yeah, that's how random no, it sounded. It, that's, no, how it, it, that's how it sounded in my no, head. No, now I'm just being crazy. I'm not being crazy, but I'm just saying that's how it sounded in my head when you no, say, where's the peanut butter? it's not. It's more like if you have if you have a jollof and you ask for stew... That's not a bad thing. I'm like, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No. Because you, let's not sit here and say you can't eat jollof by itself. You can. Yeah. But you can also have stew as an addition. Ooh. Yeah, but to be perfectly honest, if someone said, oh, you know, you can have a an, another condiment on the side to this plantain, I would, my first thing would be beans, stew, And I coleslaw. said beans. I'm like, what? Do you think coleslaw. I'm Coleslaw. Do you think I'm But not chef? peanut butter. Why is peanut butter in the equation? Why is coleslaw in the equation? Because it's nice. Are you dipping the plantain in the coleslaw? You eat them together. No. Like what I'm talking about is a dip. Again, this is when, again, we, we acknowledge that we are from different parts of Africa. West Africa. <laughs> I always used to assume that Nigeria and Ghani were just like, we're basically the same, but we're just beefing. Over jollof, but really and truly, over, no, over not even just jollof, over just like minute, they kick minute details. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just different techniques, different different cooking techniques. That's why we're arguing. But actually, we legit have different type of food. Yeah. We do. We have some foods that are the same and some foods that are very different. Yeah. yeah. We're I, different countries. We are. I think we speak di- also, we speak different, different languages. languages. <laughs> we wear different types of clothing. Yep. We yep. dance in different ways. Well, Our men look different. <laughs> We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about oh. that. I have commentary about this later on in the show. Ooh. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Shall we get to pop culture news? Yeah. So, you know, we said last week we'll revisit Kanye. I was assuming that will be like in a month, two months, end of the year wrap up type of thing. But we actually have more news about Kanye. Probably more serious news. Since Kanye, then. Kanye, Kanye. It's a wrap. Done. <laughs> It's a wrap. And do you know what? I shouldn't say that because it doesn't feel like it's a wrap. Because, so, okay, so the timeline is Kanye spouts anti Semitic messages. Yeah. Um, the heads of three major agencies mm. in LA mm. write an, a letter, like mm. an open letter, and are like to everyone that works with Kanye if you continue to work with Kanye we will make it very difficult for you to work with any of our other clients mm. most of the people that work with Kanye cannot afford to alienate three major I think it was CAA WME and someone else I can't remember oh, I'd have to look yeah. it up 
But definitely WME and CAA, I think. Who are talent agencies. So um, they look after actors, directors, sports people. Yeah. Just like everyone. everyone who is talent. Yeah. And um, very, very quickly, people started um, posting there, we stand with the Jewish community and we don't stand with Kanye. His bank. Oh, yes, his bank. Was his it? bank said, we're cutting ties. Please think about how crazy that is to just find out your bank won't let you bank with them anymore. That's actually terrifying. And you know... Genuinely. At that point, Kanye was a billionaire, so... Yes, he had a lot of money. He had a lot of money, Um, but... Who else? um, Kim Kardashian. Oh, very... Uh, Oh, quick quick and swift, because the million people were like, Kim... How were you not speaking up about this? So someone was talking about this at work and they said she shouldn't have done that. And I said, you're forgetting that Kim Kardashian is a business first exactly. and foremost. And it, it, would I risk my my business for a man I'm not even married to anymore? Yeah. Sorry about it. No, I think they're still in the divorce, but she's she wants a divorce quickly and wrapped up as quick as possible so she can separate herself from him. It is so ironic. If you told me this 10 years ago, I would have laughed because Kim relies so heavily on Kanye. And let's be honest, Kanye was instrumental in bringing her career from sex tape star, reality star to now an icon. And I hate to say it, an, an icon, a fashion icon. He was the one who got her on Vogue, for instance. What about Skims? She did yeah, that by herself. She did that by herself, but she got that point. By that point, she released Skims. She had had multiple businesses, had multiple learnings, and I think I'm not saying it was Kanye. It's probably got he's got some stake in it, but For sure. but that was definitely her own thing. But I don't think it would have been as successful if she didn't get to the point of her career that she had got to by the time she released Skims. Because actually, Skims was supposed to be called something called Kimono, and there was a massive um, lawsuit. Oh no! There's a massive backlash around it because of um, cultural appropriation. Literally, and then, and then she changes the skin. How did she? How did she think it was going to be okay to yeah. name her label Kimono? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, sorry. Side note, but that, let's go back. This isn't about Kim. It's yeah. about the post that she made, which was, "I stand with the Jewish community. I do not condone these these messages. Um, leave me out of it." Essentially, yeah, yeah exactly. When I saw that, I said. Ugh, it's fucked now. And at that point, I didn't think I knew about all the things that had already happened. Like, all the people who had already started to cut ties with him. Mm. I saw that and I was like, well, if they haven't started to cut ties, they're going to start to cut ties now. For for your wife, the person who should know you best in the world, ex-wife, should should I say, to be like, I can't back you on this. Yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. I I saw Balenciaga was one of the first. Mm -hmm. Um, Gap. Gap. But him and him and Gap exactly they were already afraid, in attempts. Yeah. Uh, but then I started seeing the calls for Adidas and Adidas. I saw several calls for yeah, Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, Adidas is the big one because of Yeezys, which is a is part and is distributed via Adidas. Um, and then when Adidas um, cut ties, but they only cut ties with him, but not his, not the Yeezys. Um, that's when everything. Well, I don't think every everything changed, but I think it was very clear that that is the the nail in the coffin of his cancellation. Plus, his net worth, which was a billion, plummeted. went down to four hundred million, and Forbes was ready. They had the article plummeted exactly. They had the article ready in drafts, ready to press send when it was done. 
Because also Kanye criticised Forbes for not calculating it properly. So I have been watching this sort of half-heartedly, just being like, well, (laughs) we said this last week, you can't just be saying anything in the world. But I saw a tweet today that said Donda's closed for the rest of the academic year. Oh, the academy you were talking about last week, yeah. Donda Academy, which I only found out about last week, it's closed. (laughs) So for me, it's only existed for a week. (laughs) For the rest of the academic year, apparently they're going to restructure and refocus and start again in September of 2023, which to me, pack it up. No, it also means that when they do launch, Kanye would not be part of it. Don't know how they can really separate themselves from him. Yeah, not sure how he can really separate himself from from Donda after it's named after his mum. No, I think they can still put it in his honour. He'll be one of those like silent investors or like the honorary chairman type of things that have no stake in the actual um, academy or institution. He's just there in name alone. My question then on this, because I just I also don't think this is dumb and I don't know if I said this last week, but my feelings this week are that I'm a little bit worried now. I was worried last week, but I'm a little bit more worried that, like, he might hurt himself. Yeah. And all the fury is absolutely warranted. Mm. He can't just be out saying whatever he wants. But if he were to hurt himself, everyone would be like, how did this happen? Mm. Like, what? Uh, I get it. We don't... It's really tricky it's super tricky because someone's decision to do something like that is not, can, cannot be solely based on other people. Mm. But equally, is it nice to, for your bank to cut ties with you? Yeah. Things that you need, Exactly, your livelihood. I think it's probably more likely if he doesn't hurt himself, which I pray he doesn't, is that they, he will either be sectioned. I think that's happened which before. Which he needs to be. And he'll I be taken to some type of wellness facility rehab another side note so i've um watched this america or i used to watch this american talk show host radio personality called wendy williams and not only that's exactly who we were talking about but i was like why would you describe her as this american talk show yeah, host? No, no, no. i don't know who where our audience is wendy williams wendy williams who i love i used to watch her show like uh, her hot topics every day and basically as a viewer and a fan we could see that her her mental health, her health in general, was declining. Like over the last few years, she collapsed on on stage. Mm-hmm. She started becoming incoherent. She actually announced that she was in a sober house at one point um, due to addiction, which is what she's she suffered with addiction in her earlier in her career and in her life. And then now they end her show. She wasn't able to come to the last season of the whole show, so they had guests and um, guest um, hosts for a whole year to keeping that show alive and they had to, to finish the show and, re- and replace her and now she is in and out of wellness facilities and every time she gets in public or she decides to go on and have an interview she still doesn't sound a hundred percent there she sounds not incoherent but she sounds like she's just not a hundred percent right or not well herself. so her story is sounding very reminiscent of kanye but also is like we're seeing the start of that decline, which is what we saw with Wendy. So I hope that he does ha- have the opportunity, whether that's voluntary or involuntarily, 
um, getting checked into some type of facility to help him go through this period of his life and and help him with the treatment that he really needs to take to get him through this episode or this period and address some of the issues that probably had been festering for a while but we have not seen it in public eye but now with all the interviews he's had with all the public statements all the podcasts he's been on we are now seeing it but i don't think i think this has been bobbing up for a while his inner circle may have known it but now it's got to the stage and the public knows it my question is why I also got sidelined in the midst of my question. This will happen on this podcast. My question is, do you think you can come back from this? Never say never. Before, no. That's no, not a good enough no, answer. You need I'm, an opinion. This okay, is this, is my, this is my opinion. We were talking about this offline about Nick Cannon, who has had a very similar brush with controversy with anti-Semitic comments that he made, I think, on a podcast or on a, an interview. And he went through a period of going, going on an apology tour with rabbis and members of the Jewish community. And I'm not saying he was welcomed back with open arms because he was fired from one of the Fox shows. I I don't want to say the the masked singer or the masked dancer, but he was fired from a a Fox show, but he's still on television now. He did he he did the apologies which people did call him out to to do. He, he they told him you need to apologize. You need to go and educate yourself, which he said he would. Um look I, I don't know what he's done behind the scenes, apart from what we see, saw publicly with those apologies. And things are, for him, he's not been completely cancelled. He is still working, he's still making money, he's still popping babies. This guy, he, he's he's still out there and he's not fully cancelled. I'm not going to say we're never going to forget, because I've just used him as an example, but I do think you can come back. And can we also just talk about Mel freaking Gibson? Yeah, but he never came back. I mean, not he never came back in the same level. He ne- but for he- me, he never came back. I've not heard from that man since. A name a blockbuster film that has come out in theaters in the last ten years that's had Mel Gibson attached to it. I actually have no idea. Passion of Christ is the last thing I can think of. Wasn't that around the time of? And he was a he was a producer. Yeah. He, he or the director. He was but he was the crew of that. Yeah, yeah not rather not- than rather than the starred in it. Um, You're right. It was. I think. Around the time that came out, that those tapes came out, yeah. honestly, he never came back from it. I, I don't For think, me, yeah. at least, I haven't seen that I, man. I still think that he's still part of Hollywood, just not in the same not in the same vein as what he was bought before. And he definitely doesn't have the same star power, but I don't think he's 100% cancelled, never seen the life of day type of thing. I'm sure he I will, know. again. But I, I, I think Kanye may come back, but I just don't think he will ever come back to be the yay he believes he's supposed to be. I think that, like, there are lots of people who get quote-unquote cancelled who, whose lives are actually not affected in any yeah. way. Yeah. And I think that maybe in the Mel Gibson thing, he's living his life perfectly fine. Yeah. For me, he it's almost like he's been erased from history. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about him. Yeah. I've not seen him. <laughs> Things that he would have... He was, like, famous for. Have, like, those have dropped from the zeitgeist even. Like, Braveheart used to be a thing that people talked about quite yeah. a bit. I don't hear people talk about it anymore. Like, it's gone. Kevin Spacey, similar person. No, but he's, I used to he's love... gone. No, he headed up a film a couple of months ago. What? People were trying to bring him back. And then it was like, How? no, it's too soon. But, like, I loved House of Cards. Yes. Yeah, I went back and tried to watch episode one recently. And I just... I, I couldn't yeah. divorce... Yeah the Kevin Spacey in real life and the Kevin Spacey in the show because mm. they're not that different now. Mm. Um, 
And I don't see Kevin Spacey coming back. I say this to say that cancellation can affect people in really different ways. Like, mm. Aziz got cancelled, and then he's got a comedy special on Netflix. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's what... It, but the Louis C.K. Never seen him, yeah. Can't come back in the same way. No. I think it's just a couple of things that impacts your cancellation. I can't believe we're in this world where we, like, have to rate and gauge the types of cancel... Yeah, cancellation... But I think one is to do with money because if this person has got cancelled and they are well off, which a lot of them end up being because they're celebrities, some of them don't ever have to work again. I hate to say it, they don't because they've made their money in their career and basically they never have to do a film in their life. They never have to be on a show or a comedy special because they've got the money. So even though it will impact their status, their fame, which for some of them is is you know of course is important for them. They they're settled and they they they're gonna be okay, quote unquote. The second thing is time because like you said, when I didn't even know Kevin Spacey was trying to like gnaw his way back in. He's and, in the midst of a. He's yeah. currently, as of like this week, going through his second trial. You see, so that the fact that people, the fact that he was trying to gnaw his way back in. It's not been that long since all the news came out. I know it's, people think it's been so long ago. It's only been it's only it's been a couple of years, more than a couple of years, but it's not been that that long for people to quote unquote forget what you did. And I think there are some people who do give it the time. Like Aziz, he went away, he went underground for some time. I think he did a couple of things behind the scene, like producing. I think he continued with Masters of. Um, that so yeah. that got shelved for a while yeah. and then during the pandemic a new season came out yeah. that season didn't barely yeah. i think he's in one episode maybe yeah. or didn't include him at all yeah and um because it was a new story was it, it was a lean and wave story yeah but lean and wave was in it it was yeah it was a, it was lean and wave's character became sort of a main yeah. character yeah. in it um and naomi aki was absolutely brilliant yeah. but um he is an exec producer on that and he made yeah. money from that. We're yeah. not going to sit here and That's, say he didn't. No, he has a thing. It's about money. But yeah, he, he took the time before he decided to come back. Some of the things that you cannot turn back from and it's going to be scarred in public memory and you will never be able to come back. But there's some people who have. I, I was going to say Britney, but Britney wasn't cancelled. She just, she went through a very public mental breakdown Actually, you know what? Britney is a, a perfect example. You can come yeah, back. Yeah, but Britney's but... thing affected Britney. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. If Kanye... If Kanye were just tweeting about, oh, I love my wife and she won't date me. We almost aborted our daughter, but we didn't. And that was the yeah. extent of it. He could absolutely come back from it. It's where he's having his children wear White Lives Matter t-shirts on the runway. It's where he's saying anti-Semitic comments on podcasts in messages that he's then posting. That stuff is really hard to come back from because it's gone from a thing that you're experiencing to a thing that we all have to experience. I 100% agree. And that's probably, that should be the third factor is the impact. Yeah, 100% it's the impact. The impact of who who you have affected and that has caused your, your cancellation. And the, the fourth thing I was now going to say was the fans. Because, I've goodness me, initially it was supposed to be two factors, now I've doubled it. This has now but, become four uh, factors. A four, a four, four point list. But the fourth factor is the fans. And how willing are quote unquote fans, especially hardcore fans, to forgive. Because Kanye has a massive fan base. Hardcore fans who have seen his controversy over many, many years. 
And some of them will take him back with open arms. He will drop an album and they'll be like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. Or they'll they'll continue to buy the Yeezys or they'll continue to to support his views. And it's not to say that he's going to be, he's not going to be able to come back in the public eye, like the mass society, but he's still going to have a fan base, but it's going to be a bit more controversial, like the Tucker Carters that like we talked about last week, the Alex Jones, the... Um, Katie Hopkins, that kind of um, Piers Morgan, flipping Piers Morgan, like it's gonna have that type of. It's not gonna be widespread. It's not gonna be able to cross over like he had before. I just think that if Kanye is going through a manic episode or any type of mental health issue, first and foremost, he needs support mm. and he needs help for that. I feel like we also collectively do not think about the impact that we have in gobbling up stories like this in perpetuating situations. So, we forgot to mention, after Adidas basically dropped Kanye, he turned up randomly at the Skechers headquarters to try and get a meeting there to try and do Yeezy Part 2 at Skechers and they escorted him off the property. I saw a tweet recently, I saw one tweet of that, but I saw another tweet that said, Skechers is owned by a Jewish family and I was like, I don't really know why you need to include this information because I think everyone has decided he's a pariah, we're not dealing with him. But mentioning that it's a Jewish family just feels like you're saying that they only did it because they were Jewish, but fair enough. Um, He then met with the... TMZ met him outside and he was like, great, 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 let's have a press conference. And I feel like all of these people that are making money off this Kanye situation, all the people that keep pushing him in front of cameras, pushing him in front of microphones, like using this situation for entertainment are exacerbating a situation that should not be entertainment. Mm. And it worries me that the conclusion to a situation like this where we're egging it on as the media, I say we, I'm not personally, you're not personally, Mm. but what I mean is that like, people can't stop tweeting about it, it is a story, is that we're going to push this person to breaking point for the story and then turn around and be like, how did he get here? How did this happen? It's like, what do you mean? You're part of the problem. It's almost like, imagine if he'd broken his hip and was in hospital and TMZ was in there at his bed. We would all be like, that's disgusting, don't do that. But if someone is in the street having a mental breakdown, we're like, oh, this is fine. This is a story, and I, I don't, that's, I don't that's know. A I just don't culture. think we've done. I'm, I don't think we've we've seen it happen to so many of our icons me. that we push them and push them and push them, and then something bad happens, and then we turn around and be like, "Be kind, guys, be kind." Mm. But we still gobble up all of these stories. Mm. We gobble them up, and we prop up companies like I mean, TMZ should stop existing. They should have stopped existing a long time ago. I don't know. But who here is we are. Fueling it. Who is it? Even if I was looking for entertainment or like. That if I was looking for news in that in that field, TMZ is not the place I would go. TMZ is not a place I've never gone on no. to TMZ. TMZ only became big because they kept on breaking news, big news, big controversy. Yeah. And a lot of the time, people were spinning it and leaking it to them anyway. That part of celebrity culture is incredibly problematic, yeah. and I feel like we forget that there are real people at the heart of them, yeah. and we may like this may fizzle out now. Like, Kanye might go, oops, went too far, got to collect myself. But he might still be in the midst of this thing, keep going, keep going. And there might be further ways in which the situation gets worse. And we are sort of, like, 
it's you know it feels like we're watching a car crash happen yeah. in slow motion and i just i don't know at what point um somebody steps in i i perfectly honest it needs to be someone in this inner circle in i mean yeah i don't think, think it's, it's, us. Oh, it's not us no and i mean the public can say you need help but if someone doesn't actually go up to kanye or if kanye doesn't go up to himself and be like look we need to sort things out because things aren't right and it's not because balenciaga cut me off or it's because adidas decided to take my yeezys no i need to fix myself because i mean it's not right and He's not just impacting himself, he's impacting his family and is impacting so much he's, worse things. He's in done this mental so state. much. Yeah. For this to be the thing to un- unravel him at this point yeah. just feels so like unbelievably yeah. sad. I read an article about him and it said that, you know, in with these comments alone, he's destroyed 10 years. 10 years? It's been oh, more than no, 10 I years. No, I mean, probably. especially in the fashion industry. He's destroyed 10 years of his career. He's always taken himself back 10 years to where he was. Because, again, I was talking about in the in the previous episode that we were... That had watched a documentary about, you know, his rise to fame. And how he was just desperate to, to be recognised and acknowledged and respected in the fashion industry. And he built himself up to be seen as, you know, a name in, that, in the industry, you know, and... everything has now just crumbled so our last words on this are Kanye get it together we pray for you we are really we are I'm praying for everyone around you also the Jewish community it's unpleasant yeah it's unpleasant to always feel like eventually this is gonna like this will come up yeah how many times do we need to have the same conversations how many times does the same comment need to get made it's not nice Mm. And, it's, and I also pray for the black community because we we feel like we've been sort of pressing the alarm. It feels yeah. like, imagine you're stuck in a lift. And I'm talking about lifts again. <laughs> but I have got the lift recently. This week, I've got the lift this week and felt like I might get... Oh, I did get stuck again. Oh, come on. <laughs> I won't mention it. We don't need to talk about it now, but I did get stuck in the lift again. Um, it's it's, like, it's it like feels funny. like the black... <laughs> the black community have been pressing the alarm in that trapped lift for a while mm. and nobody's come to get us out of the lift and he's and we've been saying oh dude's not okay oh dude's not okay this is not okay this isn't okay and people have been like it's fine we can buy easy so it's fine and now suddenly other it, it, more people have become wise to the idea that this isn't okay and it feels like if someone had listened to us when we said he's not okay we might not have had to get here yeah so that's my last words yeah. on that i mean we will i think we'll still keep up with the story because we've got well, no choice we've got no choice but i think it's with the hope that things change for him for the better and from a purely a mental health standpoint i don't care about the businesses or the money Neither do I. I i want him to get well because it's very very apparent and very clear that he is not okay and you know when you say things the ramifications of that is what we're seeing now but um yeah just pray for him speaking of um saying things that have ramifications i love you <laughs> i know it's only been 40 minutes but i love you and i i just want to shout it from the rooftops will you marry me <laughs> If you can't guess what I am parodying here, it is Love is Blind. And we're about to get into our 
main review of the episode, which yeah. is season three of Love is Blind. So, Love is Blind is a dating reality TV show where the idea is that you will date, as in go on dates with several people whom you cannot see. Mm. So, the idea is to put connection... It's, it's connection forward. If maths was sex forward in the end, um, uh, love or if Love Island is sex forward, like, Love is Blind is the exact opposite, where you're, you know, you're connecting on upbringing and what you want your marriage to be and faith and and all of those things and then if you find someone who you think i really like this person i think this is the person i want to marry yeah you then get to see them and once you see them you then embark on the rest of the experiment with them which is that you go on a honeymoon together to some sort of lovely tropical place Mm. and then you move into an apartment with them Mm. you meet each other's families and then you get married so unlike married at first sight where realistically you could say no at the like where you could say no before the experiment even starts you have to walk down the aisle on lovers blind and that's when you make your decision, which yeah. is so messy. So, so messy. It's for that moment. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's literally for the, for the moment of, you don't know up until that moment who's going to say yes and who's going to say no. Yeah. It's like when, is it Damien from series one that said no? Janina. Yeah. And that was, and then she ran and then she slipped and um, fell on her backside with her dress covered in mud. That is the moment that the producers want, honestly. So, um. Janina was absolutely brilliant. <sighs> great TV. TV. Um, I think, we, yeah, we should emphasize they need to be engaged so that they actually get proposed to behind yeah. a wall. Behind you have the wall. to get... One of you has to get down on one knee. Often it's the man, weirdly. <laughs> Giannina did, yeah. Giannina did it. Um, yeah. Usually it's the man, unless you're Giannina, who is a boss and does what she wants to do because she's a TV show character, first and foremost. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, without the proposal, you can't move to the next stage, essentially. Yeah. Have we said Love is Blind is a Netflix show yet? No, we haven't. Love is Blind is a Netflix show. Love is Blind is a Netflix show. I know that Shoshana was really excited because she did famously say she wants to go on Love is Blind. I didn't say I wanted on She it. said she had applied. <laughs> no. And they had rejected her all three seasons. <laughs> no, I did say that out of all the sh- reality dating shows, Love is Blind is a show that I would go on because, and it's all based on series one, but because I love... I love the format in terms of stripping back the physical appearance, really just getting to the heart of knowing someone. Before you see them and having that connection, I just like the format. And I think series one showed that it could work because out of the four or five couples that, you know, started, two of them are still together almost three years on, I think. So, plus I just felt like, I just thought it was a really great experiment. And that's why I liked it. And Unfortunately, over the past, all the consequent seasons have really prioritised that drama over the romance. So you're saying this current season has prioritised drama over romance? So far. We're, we're going to review the first seven episodes and there's only 12. When they said in the final seventh episode, 11 days till the wedding, I said, huh? Yeah. Why does it feel like the first season had so many more episodes? Yeah. Or like so much more time? To build that's what I was thinking. And like maybe they've shortened it. Or also does it not feel like perhaps there's too many couples? 
No, because I thought that was too little. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, we have to. Um, yeah, let's get into it. And I think what we'll do is review each couple. Um, I was going to say based on the timings of when they got together, but we're just going to just go with a random couple, have a chat, and then maybe some overarching thoughts at the end. Um, but the first couple we're going to talk about... Actually, maybe I should just flag this one other thing. Um, Love is Blind series three is based in Dallas. Yes. Um, so I think at the moment with each season they go to a specific place. So I think it's a positive in comparison. I think it's to really smart. Yeah. I think it, it's much smarter than um, Married at First Sight. Yeah, where they're like, you're from Scotland and you're from, you know, Plymouth. We've we've forced you to spend ten weeks together and then we're expecting you to figure out how you're gonna continue this relationship when you have whole lives that don't mm. live, that exist in completely different areas of the country. Yeah. So there, there is that. So everyone's kind of in the same vicinity. And the second thing, which I maybe just some trivia, was that series two and series three was filmed in very close timings. Right. So actually, the couples from series three would not have seen or watched series two or the outcome of series two. That is interesting. Um. So just take keep that in mind. But from what I know is that the both seasons were done quite quickly. Which is why we've been able to have basically two seasons in one year. I have a question. Yeah. Well, it's not a question, but more of an observation. Why don't they reuse the people that don't match? That's where you have to get the all-stars. That's what you do it later on. Because I, it feels like such a waste. Like a casting waste to get all of these characters in, decide on four couples... And then just bin those people off and then do it again next season when yeah. you can just sort of bring them back and then bring in a new batch of people and see if they mix better. But I think part of it is one, the location, because I think they are yes. keen to try in different places, um, which I think keeps the show fresh. And also, it's America, so like each state feels like its own country. So this is like, <laughs> Love is Blind Dallas is like, is like the equivalent of like Love is Blind Japan or Love is Blind Brazil. That's why I feel like you need to have it in different in different states the other thing was from series one it was i think it was like it was news that there was actually more than the five four or five yeah. couples that matched but they didn't keep all the couples one because they didn't anticipate that there was gonna be so many matches which is hilarious because it was a new series a new format they weren't expecting so many couples they to match well they wouldn't have known it was a completely brand new experiment but they, as they should have just shown them all I, I think well, it's, I think it's more TV surely. it's more TV but I think it's also like the um, logistics because they, they only had the apartments with certain numbers yeah, they yeah, only had like budgets flight, yeah the well. budgets as well yeah so I do think for the people that were unmatched we don't even know if they were unmatched quote unquote or they became couples but they just weren't chosen this season we have a new spate of couples and yeah. why don't we get straight into them? So yeah, the first couple we're going to start with is Alexa and Brennan. So Alexa is a... Rich bitch. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's was... the quickest description of a rich bitch. I was going to say influencer. Her She's dad's house money. was cash, was, cash, um, cash, yeah. cash. I mean, money became a very important conversation yeah. to the point where she was like, we're going to have a prenup. When she said... I don't reuse outfits. I said she must have money. Yeah, of course. She said she bins clothes after she wears them once. What? I've never heard of that in my life. We were not introduced first to Alexa because of her money, but more from her 
her parents yeah. and her figure. So um, Alexa would probably describe herself as a plus size, curvy uh, girl. a curvy girl, yeah. And I think the the soundbite was like, oh, I if I I could, I lose, could lose weight, but I don't want, I don't necessarily want to. Yeah. So that was how we were introduced to her, and then Brennan was this kind of I would cowboy. say cowboy because he was wearing a cowboy hat from most of episode one and. Um, Alexa sort of refers to him as her cowboy yeah, a lot. Exactly. And I think he works in like waste management, which I think makes him... Cowboy. A, uh, waste <laughs> management cowboy. cowboy he, I mean, I'm sure he makes some coin, but definitely not in the same vein as Alexa. Alexa is, has money. Yeah. Like, I know I said rich bitch and we lost. She has cash. Yeah. Like, she says she has no bills in her apartment. Do you remember? She's like, basically, my bills in my apartment are my online shopping. That's not a bill. No, and that's a luxury. <laughs> and then she was like, "Come and meet my parents." The minute she opened that door, if I was Brennan, I would have said, "Let me turn my ass home. <laughs> Let me turn my ass around and walk back out of here because you didn't tell me you was this rich." No, I mean it. It, it was. It was a shock. I think the interesting thing about this season is that quite a few women who are established mm. and quite a few men who are not. Definitely not. Absolutely not. We're going to go on to, go into some of them, but um, I. What are your thoughts about Alexa and Brennan? Oh, okay. I'm going to just start from the beginning because when we were introduced to Alexa, I got more of a humble, a humble girl who lived a luxurious life, but deep down she wants to find love. And Brennan, he was one of my favorites. He still is because I felt this genuine want for him to find someone and to commit with and build a life, build a family with. He was giving me camera vibes from series one, if I'll be honest. But that's a big compliment that is a from massive, Shoshana. That's a massive Cameron compliment. is absolutely bae. He is, he's lovely. And so I was definitely, I definitely was feeling that this could be a potential couple. But then when I saw them as a couple and saw them connecting and they had some really serious conversations over like food. <laughs> they did. Yeah, the, the connection was like, oh, what's your favorite thing to make? It was like yeah. shakshuka. And then so she said, you can make shakshuka. Yeah. That's what her, she doesn't speak. No. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> but I don't, I mean, there were other things they connected on, but there was... She there actually was, said after that shakshuka moment, should we just get married now? Yeah, I mean, some of that, that was... was a, the very first time that they'd met. Yeah, pretty so, much the very first some time. Some of it was a bit eager, but it's the experiment, and they know that they only have like two weeks to get to know each other. And and was it low-key or romantic? I thought there was a connection. That being said because they got together quite quickly mm-hmm. again and they were the first couple to get engaged it was giving me also the same vibes of nick and danielle and i was like that's all well and good because i really believe that they they were connecting but i was thinking that her concerns over her weight which i don't think are a problem are a problem it wasn't a problem from her and i don't i i was feeling that the show was trying to position that as a problem mm. but it wasn't and also I was thinking, oh my goodness, when the doors are open and he only finds out then that she is maybe a little bit curvier than he would be used to, I thought that would be an issue. That was absolutely not. And I assumed that they had a conversation either in the pods, but it was, wasn't aired. So that was... There was also a point where he says, um, really early on when they go back to the, when the like boys' quarters, girls' quarters, mm-hmm. he says, I like spicy girls. But that could be anything. I like spicy girls. I think that, as an I think that he was sort of set... He would have been set on her regardless. regardless. Yeah. But that's my big take about this couple. Okay. I think that Brennan is incredibly invested in her. But we have not been able to see why he's so invested in her. Like, he, he's, like, devoted to her. quite nicely about her, her parents' house to me. Yeah. yeah, no, he did. And everything that she... 
she said he's like yes he's very amenable to it like the prenup thing is like write whatever you want in the document and i'll sign like i'm not saying that's a bad thing because he he, he, he definitely cares yeah he's very practical he he knows who, i think he knows who he is he, yeah and i think he's understood who she is and we're not about to play a game where i'm like no 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 because he must be aware that she has money yeah that's the thing i assume he does but i i'm just concerned especially from what i saw in the previews that it's not all as it seems yeah. and i do think that one alexa may have doubts and there was a few cracks in terms of like calm conversation around family and how alexa speaks to her family the way that they kind of like easily just cuss at each other they're very transparent very raw and brendan was like he's a bit taken aback and he's a bit quieter but regardless of some of their differences i do think that there is a potential for them to build a committed relationship slash marriage i don't know how long it will last but i do have hope for this couple so you can continue i have a one minute rebuttal go on um it's not really a rebuttal i think that all all the couples they're probably the most poised to make it simply Mm. because i think brennan is very amenable he just seems like if you were going to be matched if i was going to be matched with any of the guys on there i'd want it to be him because he just seems the most like like he's got his listening ears on Mm. um and i feel like he's the most in it in terms of like i've come here to find a wife and i'm willing to do what it takes to make that happen equally that could blow up in his face could blow up in her face you know it's a lot there are lots of things that go into being married that aren't just saying yes to your partner constantly but i get the impression that he genuinely really likes her i get the impression that she genuinely really likes him the thing that i think will be a problem is when her father pulled him aside and said she's used to a very specific kind of lifestyle and I feel like maybe he understood that she had money, but he didn't really understand what that was until he came to her dad's house. Mm. And me equally watching it, I was like, oh, well, she has her own apartment and she doesn't pay that many bills. She must be upset. But I didn't think she was money, money until we went to her, her dad's house. When we were in her dad's house, I, I as a viewer, was like, I feel poor. Yeah. Maybe, this. I, I mean, I could tell like, there was wealth, but I just didn't feel like that really took over her whole life or her whole perception. Not I didn't, her I didn't whole think... life, but there are, I feel like, I'm not saying it's something that's important to her, mm. but I also don't think it's something she's ever had to live without. Yeah. So for her right now, she could say, you know, the things that are important to me is that I'm loved, blah, blah. If now fast forward Brennan and her live together and they have to live in a, they have to downgrade from her, her flat to something even smaller because she wants to he wants to take care of her and that's what he can afford this will become an issue because if you've only lived a certain lifestyle to go down a step is not going to be easy and love is not enough for you to suddenly be like well i can't buy clothes online anymore (laughs) come on but i think we're going to talk about in the other couples i do think that with each couple there is one couple that is has a higher level of maturity than the other yeah and in this case in comparison to other couples I think Alexa has a decreased level of maturity than Brennan. Yeah. And I, I think, think it's gonna, I think it's going to be more apparent as time goes on. I think that... I I think, based on their lifestyles, they're probably not a good match. Yeah. But they obviously connect in the pod, personality-wise, yeah. they feel like they're a good match. And they genuinely seem like they're having a really good time yeah. together. And I'd like to think that that could surpass yeah. all of that other stuff. But equally, I'm a realist, and I feel like... like attracts like Mm. and now that they've seen how each other live or the worlds that they belong to that will be playing in the back of their minds 
Maybe, but I, I think the, one of the reasons why I like them as a couple is because they have that. The, there's some shared values, like hundred percent, which I think like family, like money um, is also a big thing for Brennan. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, he comes saying, from, he come they came, from. They from, had from a really Boxy, hard yeah. up. They had a really hard upbringing. No AC and no heat. The no AC thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. we don't have AC. I was like, I do not relate to this in any slight way. And the thing is, the first time, a few times I heard it, I was like, all I heard was the AC part. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, no heat. Yeah. In the winter. Yeah. Um, and so I I think that's something that is constantly going to be on your mind. Hmm. Especially when her dad said she's used to a certain... I will say this, this version, this time around, the parents are parenting. Oh my goodness. They they know their role. The they knew their role. Parents are parenting. Yeah. They are saying, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. And it, Her it, dad said, listen, if you're broke and you want to be doing broke life, I'm going to drag you. Yeah. And my daughter won't stay with you. Yeah. You better be prepared for that. <laughs> my guy is not here for playing Cut games. to his mum being like, just be sweet to my son. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I'm just intrigued to see how this couple develops. I don't think I have much to say. My prediction... Well, we'll do predictions at the end. Yeah, we'll do predictions yeah. at the end. Um, the next couple is Nancy and Bartiste. Nancy, 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 Bartiste, Bartiste, Bartiste. Well, first of all, red flag should have come from when Bartiste and Nancy... No, no, Bartiste and Raven. Yeah. Bartiste was feeling Raven. Yeah. He tells her his little soul story. Which honestly is a sad story. Like he's talking yeah. about his parents breaking up and that's a big deal to him. Pause. His mum and dad then turn up. Are we like there are yes. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh pause, we'll come back to that. Because that yeah. was that story wasn't the math wasn't math enough no. for me. Um Bartis was feeling Raven. He told Raven his little sad story. Raven was doing jumping jacks. Mm. Raven was doing jumping jacks, but he said, You are not the one for me. I think low-key he was burnt. That she oh, yeah. did that. Yeah. Which is, do you know what? I think you're allowed to be burnt if you want to tell someone something personal about yourself and they just don't respond in the way that you want. Mm. I've seen tweets of people being like, that story was dead, which is very funny. <laughs> but that's a real life story. I'm sorry, we can't it like jazz it up. Very funny that people said the story was dead. But also for Bartise, the story is not dead. No. So Bartise's reaction to somebody not. Like if I told someone my, my sort of story or whatever it is and they were just like, LOL. I think I would have a problem with that. Or if they were like staring at their phone the whole time. It's just it's just like maths with Kwame and Keisha. Keisha oh telling her story God. and yes. Kwame being like raw. Yes. You know, exactly. it's the same thing. So after that, Bartice was like, I'm set on Nancy. Nancy is this like happy go lucky, smile, 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 laugh, laugh, laugh. I wanna have ten kids. Just saying all the right things, right? Yeah. Nancy's also talking to Andrew, who I don't even know how to describe him because every single time they had a date, I was like, what is going on? Andrew was like, one, he did this thing I absolutely hate, which was like, I don't know if I've mentioned I'm a wildlife photographer. Yeah. I did some wildlife photography. I spent three months in Africa. I went to Africa because I'm a wildlife photographer. And you're like, I get it. You yeah. really like your job. You really like your job. Yeah. And he told, I just... Everything about the way he spoke was wild. And yeah. I didn't realise that Nancy mentioned this when she eventually turned him down. Yeah. But she was like, there are people out there who talk a good game. Yeah. But it's lies. Or it's artifice. Yeah. And I don't buy Andrew. And the, then they cut to the scene 
one of the most talked about scenes so far in this series with Andrew, my guy, breaking the fourth wall or the producers doing it. And Andrew saying, is it rolling? And then... Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Let me pull out see, my eye drops I, to show that I'm crying I, because he's just been rejected by Nancy. I... And I'd love to know what people think. I feel like people are probably in, in your camp of what you described just now, which is that he was trying to do fake tears. Yeah. I got the impression that he was sad, but he had used the... He was using the eye drops to say, oh, I'm not crying. I put uh, eye drops in. That's how I read it initially. Okay, one, you do wear glasses, so and you, I'm assuming you've, wore, you've used eye drops. Yeah. Before. Can you speak on that more than I can? Yeah, yeah. So... As an eyedrop person, no. Yeah, as an eyedrop representative, as a, <laughs> as a me- member of the eyedrop community. <laughs> um, I have, I've, um, so the reason, I, so here's some tea for the listeners. I wear Ooh. glasses. Ooh, I do wear glasses from time to time. A lot of people don't make, huh? Yeah, we all talk reading. about this offline because this is going to change my glasses. the whole, our dynamic of our friendship is, is shattered. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so I wear glasses and I would I sometimes wear contacts and I'd love to wear contacts more but my eyes are so dry yeah. and contacts dry your eyes out mm. that sometimes I can't remove the contact from my eye because I cannot grip it because my eyes are so dry and they fused essentially right oh my god so yeah. my my optician will say put eye drops in mm. and artificially wet your eyes because you're they're just not wet enough yeah equally if you're having a bit of a cry. Yeah. And then you go, oh, I'm crying. Eye drops in is a good way to cover the fact that you've been crying. Uh... So when he did that, I got the impression that he was upset, and he went, "I'm not crying. I'm putting eye drops in. That's what's happened." Because actually, before that happened, his nose was a bit red. Why well, you look close? Yeah, yeah. I was looking at him. He looked like he was already on the cusp to yeah. me. But equally, you could read it as he was trying yeah. to cry. Um, and so I read it as, oh, I need to put my eye drops in, guys. I'm not crying. Yeah. But actually, he yeah. was crying. Every, and then I go on Twitter and everyone's like, this is crazy. Uh, he put eye drops in to look like he was crying. I was like, what? Yeah. Is that no, what people think when no, I put my eye drops in? No, I, was... I mean, I think it's not just the eye drops moment. So I know we're going to talk, go back to Nancy and Bartiz, yes, but sorry. it's not just the eye drops moment. It's because of the character he portrayed throughout the whole of the show so far. He was very self-absorbed. That was the issue. He yeah, talked nothing about himself. He, he talked about, about himself. himself. He never, well, from what we saw and what was edited, he never really showed that much of an interest in Nancy. And if he did, it was more for Nancy to compliment his life than for him to build a life with her together. Yeah, you put so, that very concisely. Yeah. I think that, I think, and, and watching him, of all the people, like there are lots of people there who, who probably should not be getting married, but I didn't initially look at them and think they shouldn't be here. He was the only person I was like, this person shouldn't be here yeah. because the way he spoke about his single life, he's living his best life. Oh, he was like, oh, if I want to get on a flight tomorrow, go to Paris for three months, I can. Why are you telling your future wife that you feel like it's okay for you to just get up and leave for three months? Another side note, on dating apps, and there's like prompts that say, like, what's the most adventurous thing or what's the biggest... Um, what's the biggest mistake that you've made or not made? And people are like, I just jumped on the plane. I was bored one weekend, so I went to Dubai for a couple of days and then came back. Or like, I decided to quit my job and go traveling across Australia um, on a whim. Like, that is a red flag for me personally because it just shows that you ain't prepared for life. That is single life 
That's the beauty of being single. Exactly. That's the beauty of not having ties. Imagine you have a husband and a newborn child and this man calls you from the airport. <laughs> Hello? Yes, let me tell you something. Why is he an uncle? I don't know. His ex is going to keep shifting. I haven't decided on what yet. Hey! <laughs> hey, girl. Yeah, um, I'm currently in Antarctica. I just thought I'd come in. Excuse? I sent you to go get milk from the shop. You're telling me you jumped on a flight to go Antarctica? Are you out of your fucking mind, bro? That's when the South London will jump out. You better get your ass on that next flight. If you're not here, wow. By the time you return here, my name will be back to my old name. This child's name will be back to my old name. You will not be able to walk into this house. Oh. It's a wrap. I cannot. I so, I went to my aunt's house on the weekend. My nephew's birthday. I'm like, oh, where's uncle? She's like, ah, oh, he went to Ghana. What? I said, huh? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, as in you knew. She's like, no. I oh said, God. couldn't be me, no. Couldn't be me. You're not calling me in Ghana being like, oh, I know I left this morning to go work. I'm in Ghana. Oh my god. And I'd just be like, hey man, that's so cool. No. I've changed the looks. Oh my gosh. If you want to contact me, call your mum to call your dad, to call your sister, to call someone. <laughs> I'm not speaking to you, get in your life. I couldn't oh do it. So when he was sitting there being like, yeah, so I like to go here, I like to hear, basically I want to marry someone who go on my little trips with me. I said, you're not ready to get married because your lifestyle doesn't sound like one to share with another person. Yeah. So I was like, if at one point I thought he was going to say, I travel all these times, but I was feeling like something was missing. Yes. I wanted to share my life with someone. Yeah. I said, where's my wife? He never once mentioned that. No. Never once mentioned that. Yeah. Even when he told that absolute wild story where she was like fanning herself. About his... Um, tantric sex and yeah. the journey he'd been on. It just felt so like, you know, when you can connect with someone and they teach you stuff and then you teach people stuff and like, but the, the thing about tantric him. sex is that you need to be taught and someone needs to teach you. I just thought, no. we've all met this guy before. We've all met a guy like this before, I feel like. Seven where it's like, they, they, they are trying to convince you that they're really cool. Yeah. And that they're, that like, oh, you, you were gonna, this could be an adventure. Yeah. And actually this person is deeply, deeply insecure. Oh, 100%. Deeply insecure. When you, when you get to the root of well, Yeah, it. when you get to the core of them, they are deeply insecure. They're a person who will tell you, who will tell you the same story from high school about how they nobody wanted to kiss them at prom. That's the energy of that person. And I just, I'm glad, I think she made the right decision not picking him, but I think she didn't make the right decision picking Bartis because in the pods, all well and good, right? Mm. Nancy has this problem. And this was something I wanted to flag with you the giggling constantly presenting oh. yourself it's just like i'm really fun and easy going is mis-selling yourself so true and i get it if you're just like i'm a really fun happy person sure but not everything is ha 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 funny yeah and sometimes you need to show people that you have the capacity to be serious yeah. so that they can understand that there are things that we do ha ha funny about and there are things that we need to be serious about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because she doesn't know how to express confrontation in a, in, in a way that I feel, I think feels comfortable for her. She has let Bartice say the wildest things to her. Oh my gosh. So she matches with Bartice. Oh, it's brilliant. 
we're gonna get married. They get to this honeymoon now. And also another thing about this season, they, I feel like, have brought forward the mixing of the couples. Yeah, yeah. And it's happened on multi- much more Multiple. occasions than it has on, yeah. in, on previous seasons. So within two days, they're meeting the people they were in the pods with. Yeah. Bartice meets Raven. Mm. Doesn't even meet, he doesn't even really speak to her that night. It's just yeah. like, hey, hey, yeah. oh, it's me, it's me. They get home. It's like, yeah, so basically, I want to fuck Raven, isn't it? She's hot. She's the type I would go Raven's for. Raven's my type. If I wasn't in this experiment. Or, like... In real the, life, yes. me, me and Raven would look good together. Yeah. Me and Raven are both attractive people. And now she's just sitting... I've never seen anything sad in my life. No. She's just sitting there. And going back to what I was saying last week about men having inability to read body language. Even if you, even if she's not speaking, right? Mm. And to be fair, she didn't say Pim no. when he was saying that to her. She just sat there. Mm. Her face said it all. She didn't look happy. No. She's not giggling and laughing no more. When I saw her face, I was like, okay, this is the face of a woman who's processing. She's heartbroken. The pro- heartbroken and processing the mis- all the mistakes and all the decisions she's made in her life to get her to this point. Which her life was actually before her eyes. Yeah, what have I done? done? For this clown to sit here and say, what oh, I, I would have gone out with this other girl. He's like, oh, but we've got such a good relationship. Like, I can say this to your face. She just sits there. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, I literally couldn't be me yeah. because... Because you've presented yourself as this fun, happy-go-lucky girl, you now can't voice the fact that, like, hey, that was messed up what you said to me. Yeah. And arguably, yeah. any like any woman, that would be messed up what you just said to me. Oh, 100%. He's basically saying... And he was going on think... and on as well. It wasn't like yeah. he just said, oh, it was really nice meeting everyone. Yeah. I was quite surprised by Raven. She's quite an attractive girl. Yeah. And yeah. he said, Raven's my type. In another scenario, I would have dated Raven. Yes. Raven's so hot. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so glad we can have this conversation, me and you, because we're in such a good place. I don't think me and Raven are in a good match, but Raven is fucking sexy. Raven this, Raven that. And this girl's just sitting there in the bed like... Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Now he's sown the seed of insecurity and he's reaping it now because she's like, to him, oh, well... You don't find me attractive. I'm not your regular type. But the types you've had before hasn't worked. So yeah, you, you, now, you now get me. But I'm just like, don't sell yourself. We flash forward. Nancy had mentioned to him in the pod. This, th- there was this and Raven's declaration where I was like, why do we need to discuss this? Mm. Nancy says to him, how would you feel about, I mean, having something that might export me? And he was like, oh, I don't really care. Because he's 26 and he doesn't have shit. Yeah. Right? And she's like, my ex bought me a house. Mm. and I saw her in the house and he's like that's why I, I don't care we go to homestays now turns out her and her ex co-own a property and her ex bought her a property but her and her ex own a house flipping business yeah. she's got a portfolio she's got her uh, shit together oh, 100% and she tells him and he's like oh the story's changed she told me she only owned one property now suddenly she owns two it's not like she said I own one and she turns out she owns 17 it was one it turned out to be two what is the drama? And she explained the thing, the second one, I'm on it in name alone. Mm. I don't pay towards it. I don't make money off it. Mm. My name is on the mortgage. That's it. Yeah. Yes, if her ex decided he wasn't going to pay for the house anymore, it would come back to her. But they also run a business together. So I feel like there'll be several fixed steps before it gets to, I'm not paying for this house anymore. It's your problem. Mm. Anyway, he's decided this is an issue. 
that's gone in his back pocket. She has dropped this drama from when Raven, he literally yeah. looked her in the eye and said, I would ra- I'm, Raven is who I w- would go for over you. Yeah. She's put it to one side. Mm. Later on, I don't know how they get to this conversation, but they start talking about abortion. And she asks, as a general question, if we found out our child was going to have a disability, mental, physical, whatever it is, would you be willing to abort that child or would you want to keep it? Because I know it's very difficult to raise a physically challenged, mentally challenged child. And I want to know what you think. And he goes, I would keep the baby. I would never not keep a baby. And she goes, I work with a lot of disabled children and I can see how tough it is on the families. And me personally, if I knew my child was going to be disabled, I would choose to abort it whatever your feelings are about this situation because it is naughty it's complicated mm. it's something that you learn about in, in rs even that's yeah. like one of those things that you debate in school she then asks him if you were to find out that i was pregnant before we planned and we weren't ready what would you do he's like yeah well you can have an abortion for that oh, i said how's that different from what she said yeah. is that even not less of a reason yeah. You're now aborting an able-bodied child. Over, 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 a child that you yeah. know is going to either have a limited lifespan, have an incredibly difficult life. Mm. That doesn't make sense to me. That, on that moment, there was two things that came up because that conversation then came up with the family when yes. Barty's family came and... I don't know how that came up again. again. Then the sister was um, crying. So I have the impression, there's two, two, two sides I have on this um, point that there's something that's been impacted in the pers- in their family. So either the, the sister may have a child or know someone that's been in that situation where they've had a baby that has been impacted by... I was thinking maybe she struggled to have a kid. Oh, something like that, yeah. So there's something that made her, that triggered her to have that, that level of emotion around that particular subject being personal to her. And I think that also impacted the way that all the other members of the family reacted to nancy um so that was one point the the second point i had was though i one i think is a very important conversation that needs to happen with any couple yes especially a couple that you know are going to go to marriage wants to have kids whatever whichever way you want to do it i think it's important to have that conversation to be on the same standpoint that's where you are and mm-hmm. that like pro-life pro-choice Roe versus Wade it's such a divisive issue in America so it, like like politics unfortunately this conversation needs to be happening so I'm happy that they showed it do you not feel like that's why they put it in because that, well, that was my feeling I was yeah. like we've never never ever, ever. had a conversation about abortion I, on the I show. think it was there was that because I think it was I mean again I don't know when um, I don't know exactly when they were filming the show or when they were editing it but I think it's a very big topic in the US um, and even the way that it was handled in, and how it was edited, like the music completely tripped. It was a completely silent conversation between this engaged couple about basically abortion, pro-life, pro-choice. So I think it was important to show that conversation. And to, that's a value that sometimes people miss because they talk about money, they talk about religion, they talk about politics, but that's another, another topic. But the other thing, reason why I thought they brought it in is because I think they want to show... Bartis level of excuses about why he was say no. Yeah, and because... also the fact that Bartis, I think to any to, to me what it yeah. showed more than anything is how immature 
yeah but he says and that he hasn't lived, lived a life. life no and, and i think that's that was my big thing about this couple on this some of the guys in the show Bartis and cole and matt and i think matt is a little bit older but this has been this the the year of the 20 something boys and the 30 something ready to get married women and when Bartis was first introduced to the show he said, oh, I'm a 25-year-old guy. And it surprised people while I'm on this show because I actually want to get married. I am more mature than the other 25-year-olds that you would know out there. And that's how he presented himself. Like, I am a, I'm an old soul, basically. I am a, I'm a young, an old guy in a young body. I am ready for the commitment. And I want to break the stereotype of, you know, being a 25-year-old F-boy. So that's how he was presented. And bit by bit producers are showing that he is very much the image that he doesn't want to be perceived as i absolutely agree with you yeah i think i think that every conversation in in her talking about her business mm. in her talking about the abortion i was just like this person is suddenly it's gone from a four-year gap or five-year gap to a 10-year 15-year oh, gap yes because this person is just not in the same place that you are in so they have that abortion conversation they have the abortion conversation again yeah. in front of his parents. And suddenly she's having to defend herself. And I will say what she said eventually. Me personally, I agree with her on this, but I also just think for the sake of the argument, she said, nobody should comment on another woman's decisions over her body, right? And I, I agree with her, but I also disagree with her in the sense that like, I agree 100%. No one should tell a woman what she can and can't do with her body. But when you get married to someone... The intention is that you are going to raise a family. You are now making joint decisions on child birth, almost. So it's true. You can't just get up and get an abortion and not tell your partner. So you should have a conversation about this stuff. Because if this were to happen, you wouldn't want him to be suddenly be like, no, 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 I don't. And that'd be the first time you've ever heard him be vocal about this thing. You should have this conversation before. But anyway, she said a woman should be allowed to make a decision about her body. In front of his parents, she said, I'm open to this discussion. You know, these are opinions I had as a single person. I'm saying we're going into marriage. I have to be mm. open to his opinions, to his thoughts. Yeah. His parents seem to like her. His sister, she's crying. Yeah. So I, just, I felt this isn't really to do with Nancy at all. This is to do with whatever she's going through and how yeah. she feels about this thing. Cut to the next episode. Nancy and Bartice have not been speaking. Bartice is like... Based on the abortion conversation and the house, I'm no longer physically attracted to her. This, this, <laughs> I said, rewind well, this right. I'm not understanding. Yeah. He said all of these problems. I said, problems? Yeah. And also, I feel like this is the equation. Abortion issue, house, plus question mark question mark question mark equals i'm no longer attracted to my wife yeah let let's let's call a spade a spade but i spent the whole time going i know at the beginning in the pods he was like it's not about attraction it's about connection as soon as he left the pods it's all about i need to be physically attracted to my wife of course if she puts on 400 pounds i need to be attracted to her so i will tell her that she needs to go to the gym he said like to her brothers to her brother yeah exactly to her brothers those brothers were beating him up those brothers oh, put him through but, it, and yeah. I'm glad yeah, they now. did, yeah. I'm glad. Um, At first I was like, man, give him a chance. No, Why is no. everyone getting on everyone? Oh, don't worry. I, think, no, I, I, don't think, I don't think this is the last time we're going to see those brothers. Oh, no. So that's, he was really doing that. And so that's why I said about the, the abortion and that pro-life conversation. Because I knew he was going to be using it as a, as a type of like, oh, it's a red flag. But it's not. It's and not. also, 
Isn't Nancy one of those egg donors? Yeah. So from the pod, she was telling you, basically, she could be a potential mother <laughs> to, to, to birth kids. So she really, she's really told you this is her life. This is what she has done before. She's lived a life. She has. She's lived a life. And she and said, kids. when she told that story, I was friends over this. Yeah. So she has not come to these decisions lightly. Likely, no. And for you, essentially a child... Yeah. yeah, write down now that if anything were to happen to our child, you would be the one to you oh back it 100%. Yeah. No. Because when this kid gets here, I want you to have that same energy. Yeah, exactly. Because Barty's kid gives the impression if something happens, what, what happens to the baby, whether they're well, we pray that it's be well or not, he yeah, will bounce. Same. He will bounce so quickly. The other issue I had with Barty's, and I maybe even look at my screen and say, what was the scene when all the couples reunite, not just with the other couples, but with the other people that were on Oh, we're going to get to that. We haven't got to that. In the the chronology. Oh, yeah, we haven't even touched yet. We're at the part where he says to her, where they're talking about, they they haven't... She asked him for a hug. He was like, oh, you're bear clingy. Yeah. Uh, He didn't say it like that. (laughs) Bear in mind, these people have been all over each other from when they left the pond. They had sex very early, at the first reunion, he was like, we've had sex five, six times in the night. It is going to feel... So, you're going to feel some type of way yeah. if that suddenly fits for us. And you say... To, and now you're saying you're not attracted to me, period. Yeah. So what was all of that before? It, to me, again, it's the sound of immaturity that you're not here for the right reasons. You're not here for, um, reasons. You're not here for love is blind. Yeah. Go, on, go on Love Island. You... Bartis will just go home. He, he go, yeah, he's he, not as hot as he thinks he is. You don't. I mean, I don't think he's. But he's not, a perfectly handsome. But he's he's acting like he's, he's God's, God's gift. gift. Yeah, You're exactly. Not that the hot. way he was talking about, like me and Raven, we're the kind of people that when we go to the club, people will come to us. We don't go to people. Like I was like, fam, slow your in roll. the club. No, not me. And, and the, one of the things about Bartis, I think he's he, he again. He plays a good game. He ta- he can talk. He can talk like um, our dear friend Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> we are not friends with Kwame but like Kwame from Married at First Sight UK he knows how to talk a good game but it means nothing and with Bartiz it's the same thing He will, he's saying the things that he hopes he could be like I want to be a guy who can get married and build a future with my wife have kids all those things but in reality he's not there mentally to get to he's that point and I think it was very obvious they're in a rocky place now Nancy's crying yeah. As you would. I don't know what it would feel yeah. like to be with someone and then have them suddenly turn around and, and look you in the eye and say, I am not physically attracted yeah. to you. I'm not sexually attracted to you. Not yeah. even physically. Like, I, I, I can't even touch you. Yeah. I'm repulsed by you. I'm repulsed by you, but you're pitching it to me that you're repulsed by me based on my opinions. And not on your physicality. Exactly. Yeah. They then go to the reunion again. One of the, uh, Another scheduled reunion. But this time there are people... Everyone who went through the pods is yeah. here, which means Andrew's here. Mm. Andrew pulls Nancy for a chat. He's trying to be messy, but in the in, but she's quite good. I feel like she's very well behaved. Yeah. He pulls her to be messy, and he's like, "Do you, re- do you re- regret any of your choices?" And she's like, "No." She said, yeah. "Don't." I said, "No." Slam it down. <laughs> she said, "No." In her head, though, it's like, "Yeah, baby, but and, not for you." <laughs> and they start talking about the relationship, and she mm. says, "You know, he's recently told me he's not attracted to me, and it's really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I don't know what to do." he said that Raven's more his type Mm. I don't know how I feel and he is trying to be reassuring Mm. she's emotional all of a sudden here comes Bartiz what the fuck are you guys talking about they're like huh oh we're just catching up catching up about what should I be worried 
Like, we're just having a chat. A chat about what? Because you seem like you're smiling and laughing. Huh. <laughs> First of all, the en- bring it the, the whole way, way down. down. Yeah. Bring it the whole way down. I do not like the energy of how he walked up here. I don't know what you think you're going to do. Yeah. Because he really came in like he's ready to fight. Yeah. I didn't know who he wanted to fight at the table. Yeah. But if I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm not stroking his leg and I'm not kissing his ear... Why are you coming in with energy yeah. like that? Bear in mind, this man went up to Raven and oh. said, you're fucking sexy. Oh, the first my day. No. He said, you're... The first time they, they had the reunion, you said, damn, girl. Yeah. Can we also just add to that? You said, this, damn, That girl. was the first reunion. The second day in the pool, my guy is just trying to proposition her. Going, he was. She oh, said, I'm no, not interested. interested. He's like, me and you, yeah? We could with be a couple. With the hottest people. With the hottest people. There's something about us together. This guy... Honestly, if, if they're still together and Nancy saw that... Just take him all the way to the bin. That's a quote. That line, I realise it's from a YouTuber that I've listened to. Her name is Nicole Davies. And she always says to the bin. Really, he does belong inside that bin, underneath the bin, around the bin. Because of how he, he's <laughs> no, such a hypocrite. No, put him way in about around <laughs> the bin. Get, make sure he's inside of that bin. He's not he's a, fox. He's a hypocrite. He's an absolute hypocrite. The energy yeah. was off completely. Then they go home. He was like, what's all this with you and Andrew? Should yeah. I be worried? Because she was proper. She was all over. Him. She wasn't. No. She was having a conversation no. with a person. Also, please tell me who looks like a, situ- a conversation where one person is sitting there sipping their drink and the other person is crying and is like, they're flirting. Yeah. This See. is flirty. It feels flirty to me. That's what I mean about the body. You cannot read a situation at all. Ooh. Question for you. Do you think that, that was producer invoked? No, I think that was him. Really? I think the issue was, and I, I do love this because I say yeah. this to you, you've got to apply these people with alcohol. Oh gosh, yes. And that, and the way he was talking and afterwards when they go back to the house, I was like, you're off your face. Yeah, and when he was talking to um, Nancy that day when he was like, Raven's so hot, yeah, was he, he was off drunk. And also Nancy's like, dead eye stare yeah was half her being like is this happening for real because yeah. i'm smashed and her being like oh no yeah, i made a mistake yeah. they get home he's coming at nancy about having this conversation yeah. she finally says it's not nice to hear that your partner isn't attracted to you he's like listen listen i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you like if i'm not attracted to you i'm not attracted to you she's just standing there she starts crying again he's just stood there Suddenly he gets a phone call. Oh, midway, sorry, midway through you and your wife having a heart to heart, you get a phone call, you answer the phone. The phone call is from another me- contestant. Not your, a mum, not your, the only time you should be picking up the phone is if your mum and your dad's dead. Yeah. That's what the phone call is about. You cannot pick up this phone right now. He picks up the phone. It's Matt. I don't know where my wife is. You go, oh, I'm sorry, man. End the call. No. He goes, Matt, I'm coming. Matt, I'm coming to see you. Goes to Matt's flat. Matt's kicking off about Collie. And he goes to Matt, you're lucky. I wish I was in the situation you were in. You're making complaints about nothing. I, 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 I'm going through it. Like, you love your wife. Your wife loves you. I don't know about mine. Bruh. He <laughs> said the situation that you're in, I would pay money to be in. Your whole wife for, for Matt, and we'll get onto it. Colleen has basically deserted him. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, Bartis, is like, but you're in a better position though. He's screaming at Matt. At that point, I was like, "These both these men are off their face. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. why are you screaming right now? Yeah. Over a situation that isn't bad. Yeah. You're drunk. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think. You're not drunk. looking at this properly. The way that Bartiz was acting like he's going through it. He's in the pits of hell. Yeah. In a situation where you have decided you're no longer attracted to someone that and you've been that. attracted to for weeks. Yeah. And that person, instead of letting them to feel the feelings that they're feeling, you have 
co-opted their sadness and turned yourself into the victim. Yeah, and gaslighted her. And you're acting like you're having the worst time of your life. And she's, what's she doing? Having the great time? I hate him. No. Sorry. Because she doesn't deserve it. As much as I feel like she's a bit of a pick me. I don't think her and Zainab do not deserve to have someone make them feel like they're ugly. Yeah. Sorry. No. And, and then you're telling me let's get married. No. I, this is upside down. Yeah. We're it's, in the upside down because this whole, doesn't make sense. It's the whole thing like, but I chose you in the pods. I chose you, so that means that I, I still want to do it. I'm convinced that they yeah. purposely pick women who have never thrown hands before. Mm. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Everything in that house would be getting dashed. <laughs> Everything in that house. They would have to shut down production. Oh, Call the police, pull me. I'm sorry. These women are not getting mad enough for me. No. no. You're not going to come into my life as a single person. I've got my shit together and make me start to think that, that I'm the crazy one. And I'm the one in this relationship yeah. who's the low value one. I don't have nothing to offer. Yeah. And I should be grateful because yeah. you've, ch- you've decided on me. <laughs> I can't even get my head around that now. I'm hot. No, no, no. I, I don't think I could tell. No, I'm shaking. No, no it's actually madness. <laughs> no, because when, when I watched that ep- end of episode seven and Barty's dashed out of that room, I said, I'm going to go and save Matt. I realised, oh, there's been multiple times I've realised that they're really here for drama. There's no love in Love none, is Blind. None. This drama is alive. Drama is sight. <laughs> love is blind drummer is sight 100 that is the title of the episode we did it we did it love is blind drummer is sight i love it she's marketing person i love to watch a show called drama is sight <laughs> The thing is, so if I go all the way back to the beginning of the episode, um, beginning of episode one, when Nancy and Barty have the conversation, he reveals her age, and Nancy was like, she could, I'm you could say, yeah, she's thirty-one, and she got a flag, and in my head, I was thinking that flag for her is a red flag, mm-hmm. but for her, it was an orange flag. Or no, it was, it was amber, a red it was flag, but she said, "This is what I've been doing outside; exactly. it hasn't worked." Yeah, so, so let me put my red flag aside. Yeah, and let me just let me just Look wait and see, and then saw Andrew and realized he's the red flag. Crazy. Let me go back to Bartiz. <laughs> I have another comment right at the end of the show about this, but so that was it. So she realized there could be boom, boom, boom. There could be some issues with immaturity when it comes to Bartiz. That was one. Number two, Nancy in general, like we talked about, the whole giggly laughing goofy thing she presents herself like she's much younger than she is yeah and probably a bit more stupid than she yeah. is yeah which she was like oh i'm go-. she would describe it as probably goofy i'm goofy Bartis is goofy we're just connecting on our goofy self because he's basically i think i Bartis- don't want to hear the word goofy no. again in my life no Bartis was like oh she's a female version of me or maybe one of them said that, oh we're the we're basically twin flames that's basically what they were trying to describe and that was like, okay, this could work. At the beginning, that's how I was thinking. It could work. There's, there is some, there could be something there that can, they're connecting in this way that, you know, you know when you see couples that, that can just laugh together, have that humour together, there's just something that they can just connect like that. But there was an episode, and I cannot remember what number. It was definitely after the first reunion where, with the, the rest of the couples. And he's talking to Nancy and asking her, like, legit questions like, are you going to say yes? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Like, <laughs> and um, he's like, no, no, no. So he's asking her like, yeah, do you think 
you know, do you think that we're going to be meant to be? And she's like, yeah, of course. And do you think that... Michael <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Can we stop? That's not how she sounds. No, but I'm not, but I'm just trying to like, try to emphasize. Do you, be in your feminine energy right That's now. That's the thing. Can't it's so hard? <laughs> oh mate, like of course, yeah. Energy is Michael Jackson. Yeah. This is so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so he's asking her some deep questions, and she's giggling a lot. And the camera pans to him and zooms, and that's the face when you realize that this guy ain't here for anything. That he was looking at her like, because I'm gonna I, say no. Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna say no. Or that was the face of like, I am trapped. This is not. This is now. Um, what was this, he hoping this, for? This two-week relationship, which in his in in the real world, quote unquote, or outside this experiment, he would have hit it and quit long time ago. But he realized in that moment that this is this is a commitment, and he's made a terrible mistake. That was one of the times when I was like, "This boy, he's not here." And then the whole Raven situation, the propositioning, the fact that he was saying we would look good, going back to the looks. Going back to the sites. This is this is the one season where multiple people, multiple people have been like, "Looks, looks, looks." You've forgotten what, what the, point the, show, of the show is. The show is called they Love had, Is Blind. They had shake last season. They thought, "Let's multiply the shakes." Exactly. Let's exactly. get as many shakes as we can this season. Get every single red flag type of guy, and then now he's now just using it to gaslight this girl. Now I, I hope and I pray that common sense really does intervene, and because I think Nancy has a good head on her shoulder. I know that she kind of. Like some women do, they do um, try and portray themselves to be slightly less intelligent than they are. Oh, not intelligent is wrong, but they're just a bit more like softer, softer and a bit more playful than they are because maybe them being in their most like serious, like bad artery self can be turned off to guys. But I don't want you to lose that, Nancy, because I think that you have a good head on your shoulder. One, you are doing amazing things, and I love that they are showing the good that you are doing outside of this relationship because at the moment you're just sitting there and nodding and at the moment i'm concerned but i do think that her eyes will open this the 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 uh, this girl's will drop <laughs> and she will see that barty's really is it's just a joker honestly my brothers really said it when they said the thing about nancy she brings out the best in everyone yes she is yeah. just a bubbly person yeah. i feel like she's very good at um, connect with people on a surface level, right? Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine she's probably brought several people home who have not had the best of intentions for her, mm-hmm. who she's forcing it. Yeah. Because she's so lovely yeah. that they can't fi- they can't find a way to break up with her mm-hmm. when they, they're not feeling it. Yeah. And then it just ends in tears. And I feel like the thing with Bartice is that, like, it's the same energy that Duca had in maths. Yes. I've decided I'm doing this, so I'm doing this. Yeah. And if I have to make you suffer, me suffer, everybody in this suffer, I will do it. Yeah. Because I don't want to be a quitter. Yeah. I don't want to be a quitter. And it makes me think, is this thing incentivized? Is it incentivized that you, you get married? I don't I think, think it's probably, the case. I, I wonder if it's... I, it's not an incentive like they're going to pay you, but I wonder if it's like... Oh, is it the, the there thing is, afterwards? Yeah. yeah, you know. The, the couple YouTube. The last thing I was going to say is, Nancy may not throw hands... But her brothers will. Like, yeah, that, that's what I'm wait. thinking in my head. This is this is how Nancy's made it through her life. But she, when she mentioned that thing, well, her mum mentioned it as well. Like I taught Nancy to fight. Yeah. Well, Nancy, use your no, skills. I Nancy, think, use I, knock this guy's block off because he's really acting like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. I was going to enter my yeah. body into. I'm the sickest person on the planet. 
I'm telling you, you don't look as good as you think no. you do. He was using Quite that line. blank period. You're not The Rock. You're not Jason Momoa. No. Your body is not a sculpture. No. Your body is not something that people will be like, please explain how you yeah. got this because it's no. just not making sense to me. His body was fine. Yeah. He used that line to show, tell the women in the pods that I'm fit. But anyway, let's move on to another... I, oh, before we leave, I'm so glad that Nancy did the jumping jacks during his story now. Now yes. we're for him. I said, Nancy got your number. Naomi Raven. R- yeah, Raven, sorry. Raven got you together. Yeah. Raven shook him to his core. Oh, he yes. was like, no woman has ever treated yeah. me like this. Raven said, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't care about your story. You think you're hot, I'm hotter. Yeah. Now, so we're now going to talk about Colin Zainab. Yeah. So, <laughs> talking of immature boys. Yikes. When Coles was introduced in episode one, he Boo. gave me... Um, yeah. Barnett vibes from series yes. one. Someone With, said if Barnett and Barnett and um, oh, what's her name? I forgot the Barnett and uh, Amber. Barnett and Amber's child is already on the show. Yes, I was oh, yes, that I was saw so that. Funny. Yes, so can't believe Barnett and Amber's child is already, already on the, the show. show. Three years he later, definitely has Barnett and Amber's child vibes. It does actually. You know what? You're right. Both of them. Yes, because, perfect energy. Because, both of them. So Barnett had that kind of like I'm a cool frat guy, cheeky chappy. Chappy, chappy. All the girls was into Barnett. Yeah, exactly. And then Amber had a bit of that immaturity, a bit. I have quote, 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 goofy. That's why she's queen. Yeah, exactly. Like Lauren knew. She was just like, she's nah. Like, why is everyone into Barnett? Yeah. <laughs> she she could smell it from a mile away. I mean, they're still together, and I yeah, I'm happy for them. Yeah, though. Um, they were they were a good match. Yeah, but I wouldn't have have expected it if no. if you told me then in series one that they were still still together. Do you know I why? Do. Because Amber would throw hands. Oh yeah, she would. She said she to would. Jessica, no, no. <laughs> I see what you're doing, yeah. and it's a no. In that reunion episode special, she looked like she was gonna fight her, and there's a lot. She looked like she was gonna fight her. At the, remember at the um, head the re- party when she was like, "Oh if yes, you ever put your hands oh, on my, my man, goodness. I would kill you." That honestly, and, and when then she kissed her. <laughs> I you. That is, I. That's such an icon, so iconic. Yeah. So that I mean, series one did have moments of there. There will be fights, or there could potentially be fights, and everyone was everyone was willing to be high stakes and not worry about what their perception was whereas I think this one the women are more guarded but anyway Cole comes off as like this like cheeky chappy everyone loves Cole he's got this energy very judgmental and very triggered by I don't do nurses I don't do nurses but never explain that yeah no explanation very quick to rule people out straight away it is not even by looks. It's just like they could say one thing. Oh, was it the girl that liked to have olives with her beer? Beer, and he's like, "What olives with beer? Get out of here!" Yeah. So there was another girl. He asked the question. She answered it, and he was like, "If there's no banter, she's not funny. Get the fuck out!" And yeah. I was like, "You're not funny." Because my guy thinks his jokes are like you're like, actually the, not funny. The Jonas brother is what he referenced, and he was like, "Who loves the Jonas brothers?" I was like, "You are so young." I'm gonna say something, and Go you're on. gonna be really mad. Go on. Cole is the result of going to too many Christian camps. <laughs> Cole is Christian core. He does he give Christian camp core. I'm so sorry. He does. His favourite band is Jonas Brothers. And what were Jonas Brothers famous for? Purity rings. Exactly. <laughs> he is the most popular guy at church camp. Oh, God, I hate to And has true. been the most popular guy at church camp his entire life. And then come on this show and everyone's like... Ugh. Us yeah. viewers are like, uh, but he yeah. came on here thinking he was going to have the best of times. He did, yeah. And he'll find his wife. So anyway, 
It's true, and the the faith did faith thing yes, did I come up. Questions for you? Yeah, about it, that. it did come up um, as he was having his conversations with Zenab. But before he even met Zenab or who he calls Zay, he connected first with Colleen, who we will talk about later because she's a character in herself. Oof. And they were vibing ish, kind he of. He heard that she was a ballet dancer. He said, "Do the splits on my dick." Basically. Basically. I mean, again, mm. I was saying that um, with Bartiz, there was a lot of people who were trying to indicate their physique and their <gasps> physical look through the pods without saying that, oh, I'm five foot eight and I weigh 200 pounds. Shake really paved the way oh, yeah. for asking questions in a way, phrasing things in a way that people would admit what their body <laughs> type was. What was his favourite line? Can, Can I, I pick you up? up? <laughs> Can I put you on my shoulders? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it's it was genius. It was actually genius. I'm, it's, a, it's such a crazy question. Yeah. Because I feel like if a man asked me, could I put you on, on my shoulders? I'd probably be like, no. Well, I mean, how strong are you? I'm five foot nine. I be, again, I'm how almost sh- six foot. I don't know if you could put me on your shoulders. I genuinely don't know if you could put me on your shoulders. But then that's when he's like, but I'm a bodybuilder. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> ten foot tall. I don't want to do that. Be practical. But <laughs> with Cole, anyway, it was very clear that it was superficial. He met um, Colleen. They've mm-hmm. had a good vibe, and then Colleen she was flexible. Yeah, she made was flexible. Yeah, but then it got to the point where he was talking to her about some something more deep or trying to understand. He literally how. just asked her. Yeah, let's get deep. Yeah, can we get deep? And she was like, No, no that's not something <laughs> that I feel comfortable doing. And he was like, Well, if you can't get deep, you're not ready for a marriage or commitment in this case with him. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm gonna go off with my other connection, which was Zanab. Actually, that's but that wasn't even the whole thing. She then had an opportunity to be like, Wait, wait, wait. Mm. I'm being silly. Obviously, I want to be real with my husband. It's my husband. I'm gonna be able mm. to come home and be my real self. Instead, she went. Maybe you think I'm fake, and maybe I'm fake, but I just choose to be happy. And do you know what? I'm out. Peace out, Cole. And walked out. Yeah. And she fumbled the bag on that. Oh one. yeah, she did. But that being said, I don't. Uh, Not I like Brennan when he said, "Hey, buddy, let's cut this off." Period. Yeah. I don't want to hear one, any more from you. Exactly. Again, in, in terms of the breakups, quote unquote. Actually, Cole didn't even break up with Colleen. That's why I said he didn't. he didn't. No, Brennan cut things off. Brennan, she did. Yeah, she did. Brennan actually went to her and was like, very honest. I was like, look, I have a deeper connection with someone else. But going back to Cole, when he t- said, "You know what?" Well, Colleen's now left. I'm now going to just pursue someone else. I was thinking, one, I, this is the time I was like, oh, maybe they're, they're doing the right thing in terms of bringing these younger guys. Maybe they're trying to show this perception that younger guys are ready for commitment and understand what it means to get really deep in a relationship. And bear in mind he's been married before. And he's been married before, yes. And so he was he's divorced. They only stayed together for like just over a year. Really? He said, I think he said 14 months. I thought he said he got married when he was 21 then got divorced when he was 24. Oh, basically, it wasn't a long marriage. Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't a long style. marriage. But, boy, well, it, it was clear. Christian was clear. get married as You're soon young, as yeah, exactly. So, it's definitely, there was definitely the Christian, some of the Christian trope, or Christian couple tropes in that story and in his story now. And then, yeah, he meets Zainab and they connected on quite a few different things. One of them being faith and how it was very important that the person that they're with is um, also a, Chris, a Christian and wants to build a, and practicing and they want to build like a godly relationship and a godly marriage, etc. So that was like, okay, I'm my perception of Cole is starting to change, even though he was giving me frat boy, not just in the pods, but outside of the pods in the lounges as well with the men. Church um, camp, frat boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
sounds like a really bad like he's a teenager baby i'm just a frat boy baby so, so someone turned that into a song yeah. for the royalties. We've written it for you, basically. Come on, man. So that was what it was. It was giving me, but I was like, wow, my perception is changing of him. He's really like connected with Zenab. Zenab, similar to Nancy, is in her thirties. She's thir- I think she just turned. No, she's twenty nine. Oh, I thought she was in her thirties. Don't worry. Shoshana's I'm... about to pull up Zenab's birth certificate. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Zenab. She said her mum was British, and I thought, right, we're going to trace that. Oh, we're yeah, she did. She's 32. Told you. So, and she's a realtor. That I don't like said. girls. Loads of realtors. Yeah, too quite, many, quite actually. A few, quite a few realtors. Don't so be she, ugly she, and she has a, realty she has, a, she has a very similar story to Nancy. But, yeah, that was... Um, Cole's the, also a realtor. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean... Come on, come on, casting. That's come on. This is, like, way. the stupid well, thing. I, I've heard that real estate agents do have certain types of personalities so it makes sense that they've got ended up quite a few yeah. real estate agents because yeah. most people with regular regular jobs are not coming on lovers no. blind because it might fuck with their bag yeah and that's can't a, work at the council after you've been on lovers yeah, blind no. can you and that's a similar conversation we had about last season of Barry the first night uk yeah. where two of the guys were strippers but anyway stripper and real t- <laughs> same job aside. same job <laughs> you're ripping up things anyway um so yeah, they start connecting, and then Zenab did flag that Cole is a bit younger than than her. He's twenty five. A similar issue or flag that Nancy had, but she felt this connection with him, so they agreed to do the engagement. But she also opened her mouth to say same levels of maturity. Yeah, she said they have the same levels of maturity. Yeah, you don't know. No, him. you don't know. You don't. <laughs> you don't know. No. Him. And the minute so they got engaged. All fun and games, very excited. But from like the first day when they got into that honeymoon, it was very clear they were not on the same page when it came to maturity. And she knew it. She's talking to him about something. Like she's having like a deep conversation with him. Like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And my guy is like, what color socks am I wearing? Like, it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm hypothetical. I think like, that was pretty much the conversation actually. I think that maybe it's something similar something in the pod. Socks, yeah, yeah, he did talk, I think it was in the pod, he said something like that. Like, what colour socks do you think I'm wearing? Or what animal do you think is on my socks? And Colleen was like, it's a turtle. Oh, so how did you know? Jump back. There's a great moment where Cole is on a date with Alexa and he was like, who do you think would win in a fight? A bear or a gorilla? Because the gorilla has muscles, but the bear would bite him. And then they cut to Alexa's talking head and she's like, not to be an asshole, but no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Finally, yeah. someone is saying this is the most basic it banter. Comes, yeah. It's the most basic humour. He talks like a child. He does. And it, it, it seems to me that he spent a lot of his life, people found it very endearing that he's like, oh, he's got this childlike so... wonder, blah, blah. Yeah. You're saying the space No. Group. And if you told me, like, oh, out of the range of guys who are matched in a couple, there is one that has been divorced... Mm-hmm. I would have told you maybe it's Brennan just probably his like emotional or Matt oh, because of his emotional tr- uh, maturity because of maybe his age as well because of the way he presents himself not Cole of all Bartiz, things Bartiz because I uh, imagine he probably got married in Vegas yeah exactly yeah. yeah but also I don't think they explained massively as to why they got divorced apart from like they drifted apart after three years or however long they've been together you know they bumped butts but, and then they were like it. hey I don't like you yeah <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bump butts with you 
it's so bad we got married and now we've got guts. <laughs> oh, I don't need this anymore. I just, to me, it's just ridiculous. So it now, once they're now in the honeymoon, it becomes very clear that the level of maturity is different. But like Nancy and Bottice, they get way too physical, way too quickly. So I think they had sex like four times that night or however much they were trying to uh, brag to the other couples when they met up with them. And I do have a question as to why are they so open about the sex it's thing? It's, forcing it's, it's so forcing. To me, it's like a status thing. Like, oh, the more they have sex, the closer they are. And you know it's not the case. You're forcing you, it. Honestly, if you watch these shows... Because you've got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. So you're like, should we the, the, bump up? Yeah, and see no? what happens. It doesn't, doesn't work. And with Zeynep and um, Cole, when they have sex on the first night, the next day, Cole says, oh, that was good. And he's a bit standoffish. He comes out of the bed uh, colder. Um, doesn't really speak to her in the morning. No cuddles. Not the affection that she had experienced probably in the pods and, and the first day before they slept together. And Zeneb is not happy about it. And I think it becomes clearer later on that Zeneb also, when she experiences issues or wants to confront a, a problem in the relationship, she becomes more passive aggressive. She doesn't want to actually speak up about it, which then highlights her immaturity. 100%. So she wasn't lying when she said that they're on the same level of maturity. <laughs> but I do think she's probably said herself a bit short because he is incredibly immature. Yeah. And it became more apparent later on when they meet up with all the other couples he meets colleen for the first time and he's like yeah actually you know what colleen would have been my type she's a bit of me she's a bit of yeah definitely absolutely and i think he had a conversation with colleen about like yeah you would have been the kind of person i would have gone with in real life or she says in real life um and then he does tell zena no zena finds out Zeneb, I think she... She asks him. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. Or he... T- like, I think she asks him, like, is there any other girls that you found attractive? And he, he talks about Colleen. Like, Colleen's fucking sexy. Yeah. The same mistake, the same verbal diarrhea that Batiste was suffering from. And is that is it coincidence they're both the youngest people on the show? Exactly. Again, the, the case of the 25-year-old not ready for marriage. And I'm not saying that all 25-year-old men are not ready for marriage because there are plenty that are married. Yeah. But it's just... For these two guys in particular, there's a level of maturity that they're just, they're just not up to yet to say, I want to get married. I really hated that conversation because his energy was, what? Uh, anyone who says they're not attracted to other people is a liar. I've got eyes and I'm saying Colleen's hot. I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. The oh. fact wasn't that you said that Colleen was hot. The fact was you didn't have that energy towards your wife. Yeah, exactly. If you were telling me I was a smoke show... I was the hottest person you've ever seen. When I walk into a room, you're like, God damn, look at that body. I would not give a shit if you said another one was hot. Yeah. Because I know that you think I'm hot. Your energy towards Zenab is, we have a good connection. Yeah. Your energy towards Colleen is like, yeah, Colleen's my type of girl. Yeah. Colleen's the kind of girl I find attractive. Colleen, honestly, outside of here, I would hit on him immediately. I would still hit on Colleen right now if I could. That was the energy that yeah. he had. But he wanted Zenab to be like, that's really Fine. cool. And then he gets annoyed and frustrated that Zeneb keeps on going back to that conversation and saying, but you don't find me attractive or you find Colleen attractive. What about me? What about me? What about me? And he's like, well, I chose you. I chose you in the pods. I said that Zay, you're the only one I want to be with. Zay, I knew from your name, Zeneb, that you're not going to look like, be my hot t- like a girl like Lily. You're not oh, going to look like a girl that, like Lily. That really like infuriated me because it was like, again... 
who who do you think you are to feel like you have the power to be like well i'll just pick you you're not my type you're you're in this case she's an ethnic minority you could i'm just gonna throw you a bone yeah. type of thing that was the perception i got he said but oh, the energy i got was I'm a very honourable person. Yeah. Because I chose you despite the fact that I knew that you probably wouldn't look like one of the girls I dated before. Yeah. And I don't know why you keep going on about this. Yeah. You should be thankful that I chose yeah. you. And she's just like, nah, mate. And then he speaks, she speaks to Matt. And that's, the, we're going to talk about that um, when we mm-hmm. go to Matt and Colleen. But she speaks to Matt and Matt tells her, like, you could do so much better, basically. I mean, he's, he didn't say it's that many words, but. Zen, I, of all the couples, I think Zenab and cult are the, the worst match. Oh, I agree. I think that what you were saying about maturity is so important. I think mm-hmm. the way that Zenab is when she's got a problem is almost the exact antithesis to the way Cole is when he has a problem mm-hmm. and so it doesn't work. No. He looked at her when she was trying to... After one of the reunions, they got into bed and they were talking and he was like, I don't like you when you're mad. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you want to hear from someone that you already feel like isn't particularly attracted to you. Because yeah. then the energy, it feels like you have to be happy, 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 go lucky yeah. all the time. You're, you're, you've got to jump, basically, you've got to jump through hoops to keep this man that you're in love with. I don't know what she's in love with at this point. No. I think she's... Because like, I'm not seeing anything about this guy that would make me be like, I'm ready to risk it all. Yeah, and I think, like, everyone in this is an experiment. They, they're they loving the idea of being a fiancé. They're loving the idea that they're going to get married. They're going to try on wedding dresses. They're going to prep for a wedding. They're not ready for the commitment afterwards. Not at all. And they're not having those conversations. I also think that some of them are coming into this thinking of it as a game. Oh, yeah. Alexa makes a comment really early on, which is that, like... We're the best couple. Me and Brandon are the best couple. If it's Not that it's a competition, but if it was a competition, we'd be the best couple. And I was like, I'm getting that energy from all, all of you, weirdly. Everyone. everyone keeps asking for, where are you at in your relationship? Yeah. Where are you at? Where yeah. are you at in your relationship? Because, um, <laughs> yeah, no, wait, we've done this. Yeah. Like, talking about sex, oh, we've done this. Oh, we couldn't keep our yeah. hands off each other. But he opens his conversation about um, Raven by saying, Raven and SK haven't done anything yeah. they don't even they weren't even close to each other in bed imagine if i i picked you in the pods and i didn't touch you if i had raven i'd be all over her oh my god that, that grinded my gears i mean i know we've already spoken about them but this is a thing about and that was that was unprovoked that my guy just released that information free of charge free of charge <laughs> i was thinking i said they're going oh the producer must have asked him that question the producer because the producers they can be messy the producers must have asked him like what would life have been had you and raven got together no my guy was like freely nilly oh had it been if i had freely nilly freely nilly yeah (laughs) (laughs) freaking nilly we are making words freely nilly had that had that been me and raven i would have you know i would be all over her she'd be sitting on my lap shut up Honestly, Willy Nilly is brilliant. Willy, by the way. Absolutely, I, I almost forgot what the actual phrase was. I was like, maybe it is. What is it? What is the Willy phrase? <laughs> but also, Cole is a chatty patty. Every single every single person, he's like, he would be there explaining the issues. I don't think I'm that attracted to her though. Oh, she's probably passive aggressive. To though. everyone, everyone, even Alexa. You don't ask for. Uh, you don't ask anything. No. Your buddy on business, he'll walk up to be like, I don't like my girlfriend. Exactly. And that's why Alexa's... What's saying? Not trying to yeah. You're like, I don't need to know No. Alexa's sitting there going, he's just giving me all the tea that I didn't even ask for. He's giving me all this tea. I'm sitting here just wanting to find out how life is. And that is exactly what happened. 
in Married at First Sight UK with George and Shut that. Can you imagine? No, that's what, this why when he was talking to um, April and April and him said, "We're not going to talk about this cheating, like oh kissing the girl in the hot tub." And the first thing George does is, "Oh, she cheated on me." These guys, who are they picking? Honestly, it's the same person. This is gonna become my catchphrase on the podcast. We're gonna have to make merch for it. Stop talking. Yeah, men need to stop, stop talking. talking. Wow, you really want to? You want to catch hands? You wear that top outside. What man's gonna touch me? The ones, the ones that won't stop talking. Exactly. And I'll say this is this is exactly why I need the shirt because you stop talking to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This is why we, there are some women who really hold their husband on a leash. In my head, I'm imagining. It. I don't know why. I have this. I have like a still from a Nollywood film where this woman has got her her husband by the shirt collar and i'm like this is how you have to hold them because otherwise they're outside just talking 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 no 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 you sit here right next to me this whole night don't move from this chair because i know if i leave you oh my i can't God. trust that you're not gonna no. be making a fool of yourself oh, and a fool of me you don't always have to talk i know i know i know the irony of us two sitting on the podcast talking <laughs> but you don't have to talk you don't have to oh, talk God. in this relationship i do the talking you do the sitting down yeah you do the, the dishes. Make me a cup of tea, ho. Why are you talking? <laughs> I feel like that should be much. Make me a cup of tea. <laughs> Why are you talking so much? No. In life, you don't have to talk. No. That's what I've learned. Yeah. In life, you actually don't have to talk. People, you know, who have good, the energy of like, they're, I want to be around them, they're a boss, all of that. They don't be talk, no, talk, 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 talk. There's talk, a lot talk. of chat. Talk of the more I don't want to hear from someone else my own business. Yeah, exactly. And that's how that's how Zena found out about all the conversations <laughs> with <laughs> why is Cole and Colleen telling me what my husband? What yeah, it, it, We've it, already it, had this conversation, and you didn't mention any of this. Now I'm hearing from someone else. So so now I have to come back and ask yeah. you. Then when I come back and ask you, like, why are you bringing this up again? Because you yeah. lied to me the first time. Yeah. I gave you opportunity to tell me the whole story. You didn't tell me the whole story. Yeah. And then you'll get an attitude with me because I'll ask you what's the whole story. Yeah. So um, they had a fight. I respected her for standing up for herself, but I also felt like that conversation was going in circles. And again, he managed, much like Bartiste, to finagle this conversation into a way that he was the victim in it. Yeah. Stop. You and then she had to say to him, "You're the one." who's got us in this situation because you opened your mouth to talk to Kalina and say those words. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't yeah. for you. So don't sit here and try and make me feel like I'm crazy for bringing it up again and that we should have moved past it when you told me one thing it's turned out to be something else. Yeah. I, do I don't understand where or how they're finagling or gaslighting these women. Because and they're too in it. Yeah. When you like someone too much, no matter what they say to you, you're like, well, he must have... No. You're in it too yeah. much. You cannot lose your head. Yeah. Never lose your head, these, girls. Yeah, Never let girls. them know your next move. Yeah, and don't lose your head. You yeah. can't lose your head. No. You need it. You need it. There are just so many couples. I don't know how we're going to fit them all into this episode. I think we're going to need a part two. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned, girlies, because we have a part two coming where we uh, get into the rest of the couples. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.